How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm Jen Smith, and today I'm here with a delightfully fun episode dedicated to the start of the spring season, where I'm combining two of my favorite topics, careers and calla lilies. So here in the Northeast, winters can feel a little bit long at times. And so when spring starts to arrive, it's somewhat of a celebration and it can almost feel like a new beginning, especially when the trees start to bloom and the flowers begin to arrive. So when it comes to my flowers, I try not to pick favorites, but I do have a few. And as this spring returns, I have been really drawn to lilies for the past couple of weeks, and I always look forward to the calla lily. Now, technically, the calla lily is not a lily, but the flop, but they have become known as such, living up to their name because they're very elegant, they're charming, and they also have a healthy dose of grit, not unlike many of the job seekers that I have the privilege of partnering with. And like every flower, they hold a sort of symbolism. And to me, it's very fitting that the calla lily is symbolic of new beginnings. So I've gotten to know these long-stemmed beauties. I think my mom gifts me calla lilies almost every spring. She knows how much I like them. So I've seen their resilience and I've learned from the lessons they hold. So perhaps those lessons can help you too. So for today, I'm going to talk through five lessons from the calla lilies specifically lessons in flourishing. And because calla lilies are social flowers, we're going to tie in some reminders on the importance of relationship building in your career. So let's get to it. Lesson number one from the calla lilies is that location matters. So proper planting and location are one of the most important things to consider when growing calla lilies. So if they're planted in full sun, their leaves might turn yellow. If they're in full shade, you might not get as many flowers to bloom, which means partial sun is the best way to go for calla lilies. Now, the career lesson in flourishing is that the same goes for your career. You want to uncover what you need from a work environment 
And then from there, it's much easier to find the place that you can flourish. And remember, what works for others might not work for you. Quick story is when I first started working from home, a friend of mine kept offering for me to come into their office. So it's kind of a hip, fun, you know, open work environment. And they loved this office and they had space and they kept encouraging me to come in and work in this space. They didn't really understand how much I love working from my own space. So for you, do you love working in a buzzing office? Or maybe you prefer to stay home in your cozy treehouse like me. Or maybe you prefer to be out in the elements all day for work. Or maybe you like a little of both the office and home, like a hybrid work environment works best for you. All of these options are available in today's world of work. The key is to know what you're looking for and then finding organizations or ways of working that are gonna match that. Lesson number two from the Calla Lilies is that change can be necessary. So Calla Lilies are known for their resilience. Though you want partial sun for best results, they can pretty much grow anywhere. In water, they can grow through a chilly frost. If you live in a warm climate, they can be left in the ground during the winter. In colder areas, they can be dug up in the fall and then stored and replanted in the spring. So the career lesson here is that just like the calla lily, you are flexible and agile. In heart-based career planning, we discuss the importance of agility with your career intentions. We know the world is moving at a very rapid pace, so your goals should be very nimble and easy to iterate. Something as small of a change in location or a way of working can ensure that you're flourishing in your career. Lesson number three from the calla lilies is to give yourself time. Most calla lilies need a rest period after flowering, but just because they're dormant doesn't mean that nothing is happening. During this rest period, they store up new energy and regenerate. And actually, now that I'm talking about this, there's actually two lessons in this lesson from the calla lilies. First, have patience in your own growth. This is one of the biggest lessons we can learn from the rhythms of nature. Things take time to grow. So think of a sunflower seed, a tiny seed. Some people like to snack on them, but they grow into a flower that's sometimes like 14 feet tall. (laughs) Clearly, that doesn't happen overnight. So you must give yourself time. The second lesson here that I'm thinking of is rest is necessary as you continue to grow in your career. So periods of rest and inaction are not lazy. They're actually very restorative, preparing you for the next steps. Lesson number four from the Calla Lilies is to prioritize your quality connections. So Calla Lilies are very social plants. They grow best in groups and they thrive when they're planted near either other Calla Lilies or other similar plants like Delilah's or Black-Eyed Susan's. And so the career lesson here is that humans are inherently social beings, even us introverts. (laughs) But the people who we surround ourselves with might unconsciously inhibit your growth. 
especially if you're in a toxic or undesirable work situation. So what you want to do is surround yourself with like-minded people. Find others who have similar mindsets. Find people that are going to support your journey and help you flourish. Same thing when you're working on a career change and you're trying to find an organization that's a fit for you. Find your people. One of the things that I loved the most when I became a career coach was partnering with other career coaches. We had similar philosophies about career, obviously similar strategies in terms of making a change and helping people navigate all things work. And that was one of the most delightful things that I realized when moving from my corporate role into career coaching. So let's keep going here. Lesson number five from the Calla Lilies is to help others when you can. So Calla Lilies, if you don't know this, are a favorite of all the pollinators. So if you plant them, you should be prepared to watch the bees and the hummingbirds and the butterflies. They will all flock to them. So the career lesson here is as you find your way, there is no doubt others are going to be attracted to your journey and they will likely seek your help. So leading with that service mindset and being very heart-based and helping others along the way is a sure bet to help you grow in your career as well. And you might find without even expecting it that you've begun to build a new network and new relationships without even realizing it. So keep in mind that networking is more about being of service and helping others than it is about asking for jobs or talking with strangers and asking strangers for jobs. As you've heard me say before, relationships are such an essential piece of your career. And so with that, I'd love to take this opportunity to share some reminders on how to get started with relationships and building new relationships in a heart-based and comfortable way. So reminder number one is to get out there and find people who do the job you want to do or who work in the industry or company that you're interested in. Connect with them, talk with them, find out how they got their start. And the most important piece here is to do this however it makes sense for you. So if you prefer to talk with people on the phone, do that. If you want to break the ice on social media, go ahead and do that. If you're more comfortable with a group of people and volunteering for a cause, then do that. But no matter what, searching out and connecting with others will support your career development. And sometimes you don't even realize it right off the bat until later on in your career when you started a connection and then you reconnect and realize how much that person has supported you. Reminder number two is that you can always break the ice through social media. Sometimes it's a little bit easier just to connect with somebody behind a computer screen before you actually reach out to them. So a quality connection can start with something as simple as a like or a comment or a share on a post. I've actually made some pretty good friends, professional friends through social media, which is just kind of funny, but it's happened. I've used Instagram as well as LinkedIn. And I feel like I know these people and it's all through just liking, commenting, or sharing content. And it's easy to me, at least, because it's something that we do anyways. So doing it in a consistent and strategic way will help you thoughtfully grow your network. 
I'll tell you, when I was a recruiter, I always noticed the people who consistently and genuinely engaged with my post. And guess what? It got them interviews and got them jobs. So if you're on social media anyways, why not make it strategic and support your career? Reminder number three is to let people know what you want. So this is huge because I feel like a lot of times people know what they don't want in their career or they just are running away from a bad situation and they're trying to do anything they can to to get out. And so they just talk to anyone they want and they tell people that they want to change. Guess what? The first thing that someone's going to ask when you tell them you want to change is what are you looking for? So you have to know what you're looking for and then let everyone know. Tell everyone you know what you're looking for. Everybody knows somebody and people inherently want to help you. A quick story that comes to mind here was when I was first talking about launching my career coaching business, I was a little shy and nervous to to talk about it. And I remember a conversation with my hairdresser who I've gone to for years and just kind of starting to talk about this work that I wanted to do. And immediately she was like, oh my gosh, I know this person and this person and this person, they could all use your help. And the referrals started coming in just from that conversation. So it's in our nature to talk to others and people inherently want to help other humans. So once you let people know how they can help you, if they can help you, they will. But the first key starts with you. You have to know what you actually want. Reminder number four is to try to dismiss any anxiety about reaching out. Now, I know how hard this is. And if you're feeling nervous about asking for help or reaching out to somebody that maybe you don't know that well, try putting yourself in the other person's shoes. So what would you do if someone reached out to you for help? Maybe it's a former colleague that you haven't talked to in a while, or maybe it's a friend of a friend, or maybe it's a long lost cousin. You know, if someone's reaching out to you that you haven't connected with in a while, you most likely would feel honored and do what you, whatever you could to support them. So keep that in mind if you do feel anxious about reaching out to other people. They're likely going to feel very honored and do whatever they can to support you. Reminder number five is to join online groups or communities. So our virtual world and surrounding ourselves with like-minded people has become even easier than ever because of the internet and the virtual world that we live in. And so I've seen this popping up more and more and more within my community of folks that are seeking new jobs and career changes. Personally, I'm part of a handful of business and career groups, and I love it. So I get to connect with people all over the world, and we learn from each other, we share stories and resources to support each other, and it's fun. So I would encourage you to seek out these groups as well. And it doesn't have to be career-related. So one of the people in one of my business groups started a community around growing orchids. So speaking of flowers, she is an expert in growing orchids, which if you don't know, orchids are pretty hard to grow and keep alive. (laughs) And so she has people from all over the world who love to grow orchids. 
and they come together for conversations and she has giveaways and they bring speakers in and it's all part of this online virtual community. Another person created a community around writing, specifically how to self-publish a book. So he brings others together for these really intensive writing retreats and then they meet virtually to hold each other accountable and they have different online sessions together and talk about different topics and strategies on how to write a book, which in my mind is such a huge accomplishment. I would definitely need a group like that if I ever thought of doing something like writing a book. I also talked with a friend who joined a group for art. So they're actually taking a career break right now. And so wanted to just do something fun and creative. So they joined this virtual art group and it sounds so fun. They have weekly projects. So they're given weekly projects and then they come together. I think he said monthly or some type of regular basis to share different techniques and they post images or photos of what they've been creating and it's turned into a really fun hobby. Now, my career-minded brain had to have a conversation about the fact that he's mentioning or he's meeting like-minded people related to this hobby that he likes, and this could turn into career connections. So the idea of maybe working in the art industry, and now he's been, you know, connecting with all of these artists in this virtual way, maybe they know people or themselves have worked in the art industry. It's a fabulous way to potentially meet new colleagues. If you are looking for a career space that is intentionally filled with heart-based career-minded professionals, or you're looking to make a change, you can certainly find that in my community or my career change program, Fried to Flourishing. So we meet every week and we share updates and strategies for making job changes, Members help each other and they learn from each other. Sometimes, maybe not sometimes, maybe all the time, job searching can feel quite lonely, but knowing others are going through the same thing can actually feel really comforting and validating. So the members from my community are from all over the U.S. Some of them have become friends and they've actually met in real life, which just warms my heart. So if you're interested in something like that, I'll add it to the show notes. But the bottom line here is that it's not just the calories that need to thrive on relationships. I know that there's a lot of stats out there about networking and relationship building. The one that I have here is that according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, over 70% of jobs in the United States come from networking. So to land your next best role, you must have a smart and comfortable networking plan. So in summary, the calla lilies can provide us with many career lessons, including the fact that location matters. So uncover what you need from a work environment, and then it's going to be a lot easier to find the place where you can flourish. Lesson number two is that change can be necessary. And just like the calla lily, you are flexible and agile. And not to mention, as part of heart-based career planning, You must be agile with your career intentions because the world is moving so rapidly. Lesson number three is to give yourself time and allow for rest. So have patience in your growth 
And if you're in a period of rest and inactivity, that's okay. And it's quite good actually to prepare yourself for your next steps in your career. Lesson four is to prioritize quality connections. So surround yourself with like-minded people. Get out there and find your people. Lesson number five is to help others when you can. So remember that networking is much more about being of service than it is about asking strangers for jobs. So that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed this fun little lessons from the Calla Lilies and the reminders about the importance of building relationships. I'll be back with you again next week. And as always, for detailed show notes, please visit the Flourish Careers blog. Talk to you next time. Bye.